Hi and welcome to episode 70 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Is Reportage and This Is Reportage family, and I'm a photographer too. Excited to be joined by the fab Elke van Rulo today. Recently ranked fifth in Belgium on This Reportage family for 2020 with four Reportage family awards and a Family Story award, and having already picked up two more Family Story awards in our first collection of 2021, Elke shares so many great tips and insights into documentary family photography today, including the importance of talking when it comes to building trust and rapport, why she started to study photography when she did, her move to America and then back again, day in the life sessions, the value of having her own family photographed, our Netflix synopsis game, photographing her friend's child's birth, and much more. Hey, Elka, how are you doing? Hey, Alan, good. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm all good. Thank you. All good, all good. Um, how's things with you? Because you're over in Belgium, aren't you? Yes, I am. Well, the sun is shining this morning, so... Um, whenever yeah, whenever I, I talk to people on the podcast, it's always sunny where they are. It's never sunny where I am. Oh, really? Well... It makes all the difference, right? With the sun oh, out. I feel does. like spring is finally here. Oh, man. Well, I don't feel like that at all. It's quite cold. We've had the heating on this morning in, in Cornwall in um, in England. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not sorry. <laughs> it's not your fault. I won't hold you to blame. I won't hold you to blame. I guess to be patient a little longer. <laughs> yes, that's true. I am looking forward to that. I mean, the, the recent lockdown has been tougher, I think, as well. And it's been just darker and colder um how have you found it how's things with you at the moment in Belgium because what's it it's a 23rd of March when we're recording yes so we're one year in now and unfortunately it's not looking good at all so I feel like we're back to yeah where we started almost really Uh, yeah numbers are going up again um vaccination is not rolling out as smoothly as uh, they hoped for so we're so dependent on um vaccines coming in right from mm-hmm. abroad so yeah but other than that personally i'm in a much better place so that's good oh are you oh that's that's good tell, tell was it was it hard hard for you in 2020 you know how how was it for you then well i mean on a personal level um i just it's my dad's birthday today and i just had this uh, re- like reminder popping up or how do you say that like a uh, memory oh, yeah. Oh yeah, mm. and he's yeah he's been really sick. He was diagnosed with cancer um, in early January 2020. Oh, but, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, but he's all good now, so it's unbelievable. Um, oh, yeah, great. what a year can do. But yeah, one year ago he was at the hospital. He wasn't allowed to see anyone. Uh, oh. Yeah, it was horrible. Oh, I can't imagine how tough that, even in normal circumstances, how awful that is. And then through the pandemic with it as well. Oh, Elko, it's awful. Good to hear that he's he's in a better place at the moment, though, then. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. That's good. And and how was 2020 for you on the kind of a, you know, a business level? Did you, were you able to shoot much at all? I was hoping because I I started out um, in... 2018 so i feel like a newbie honestly <laughs> oh that's cool oh you're so good and you've only just started really tell me yeah it's been a few years that's really cool um yeah we've been abroad for almost six years so that's i i had a long uh, grow curve <laughs> you know i had a lot of time to figure out what i liked and didn't like and um and i was hoping for 2020 to be 
um, to be my confirmation for myself, you know, to feel and, and be an actual, you know, wedding photographer. But then all these weddings got canceled. So that was a bummer. Luckily, I was able to do a few still. So and they were pretty intimate and beautiful, actually. Um, oh that's cool yeah i only did one small covid wedding and it was it was lovely to capture um but yeah i only did one full wedding in 2020 as well were you able to do uh, much family work in in 2020 some of it but a lot of um oh, i had a lot of um grandparent grandchildren um sessions um planned for for last year and obviously they all got postponed mm. um i did a few day in the lives but not too many so um yeah basically all you could do the the months you were allowed to um were outdoors one-on-one -on -one and um and and yeah children's sessions so okay yeah oh, good to have shot a little bit then i guess well oh, man it's just got to be so i've got to be more hopeful for this year but i guess we just don't know do we, we just don't know um but let's go to a positive thing because i wanted to say congratulations as you you know you were ranked fifth in belgium on the chapitage family in 2020 with four individual awards and a story award which was fab and you've since won two more family story awards in our first collection of 2021 as well um which is awesome was that fun to find out that you'd made you know the top 100 list and like fifth in belgium yeah i still can't believe it really <laughs> um yeah that was one of the things that i really enjoyed last year um to um finally um be bold and enter you know <laughs> yeah this is reportage family awards and uh um yeah it's a good thing to um yeah to to be part of this community so thank you for doing this and then you're um your podcasts have been a real lifesaver you know <laughs> that oh, that's cool. radio station <laughs> <laughs> oh that's cool you've been listening that's cool that's good and now you're on it you're gonna are you gonna listen to your own episode uh, <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> no you've got it you've got it <laughs> oh no but that's i mean you did so well with uh with all those awards that's that's so cool and so i mean it's a big a big question how it's a big question. I can't even think of it. But <laughs> how? What would be your, you know, your tips? How, you know, if there are people listening who kind of, you know, they want to improve their documentary family work and and win awards like that, um, and, you know, what what's your kind of advice for for, for doing well at that? Um, oh. That's a big question. Sorry, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it is a very big question. Um, but um, I feel what helped me a lot was. Um, well, the, the problem I first had, um, looking back, um, I was, um, I studied photography um, just after, after hours, um, while I was pregnant um, with my first daughter. We have two daughters. Um, the oldest one is 12 by now. So 12 years ago, I was like, oh, having a panic, like, I'll never have as much spare time time to myself as, as I have now um, I need to start studying photography if I want to end up um, being a creative in some way because I uh, okay. study uh, communications um, but that uh, photography study was like three years uh, weekends evenings um, and it was focused mainly on the craft um, you yeah. know more than the art 
artistic part of it. Okay. Um, Where but, was, was this in Belgium when you were studying? Yeah, this was yeah. in Belgium still. And um, it was... Um, it made you do, like, you had lots of um, um, exercises and, and, and practice, so that was good. Um, but still in Belgium, I had um, some access to a lot of people, you know, around, like, friends and family I could um, practice on. And, um, but um, moving abroad, um, I, I didn't have that access anymore, you know. I had to reinvent um my whole life you know my whole family life okay. um and Where did, was, it, was it to america you went to was it yes yes okay. uh, we were in chicago so the midwest oh, cool. for one and a half year and after that we moved to um um to new jersey the east coast oh, cool. um, but of course you have to reinvent yourself and and then uh, photography wise um you're in another country, another continent, um, um, mm -hmm. a different culture. So access was something I struggled with. Um, uh, I got a bit bored um, and, and stuck with my photography because I went for what I thought was the thing to go with to with my craft, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, and this is, I guess, my answer to your question is, um, I feel like I found like um, talking is what gets you the access to people. So to, I've always been a very camera aware, a very um, person aware uh, person. Um, so talking uh, makes, makes people uh, feel I don't know, drop their guard. And mm, that's so it's, true. it's my way of getting access to them and letting them know um, it's all good. Um, I'll, yeah, whatever they do is okay. And, and, mm. and if you find that way for them uh, to, to open up to you, um, you create this, uh, this trust, this mutual trust, because, um, you need, I mean, they hired you for a reason, so uh, mm. they trust you already. Um, um, and that's what, I mean, if you have that mutual trust, then you get to a place where where your craft comes in. And, and you can surprise them in a way, I guess. Um, um, that's cool. By doing what you do, and, and if you work hard, um yeah the reportage becomes becomes you and that's what they signed up for so yeah definitely true i was going to ask you about that as well and you've answered it for me so i i already had down here because um the quote from the your the lasting impact piece which you wrote for us and yeah and i was going to ask you about that but i, I want to quote you anyway because it was great and you said um yeah since then i learned to embrace my undesired characteristics the oftentimes annoying camera and people awareness and put them to good use, um, which I think is great. I knew my clients would not drop their guard before they would feel I belonged with them in, in their space. I think you write really well. And really, so it's, it's great. I was going to ask you about that anyway. You've just, you've just spoken about it, which is uh, really cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for writing that piece for us, by the way. I think it's, um, it's always so interesting to hear, you know, what kind of specific images or certain times in people's lives have had an impact on their career. And you spoke about then um, 
about when you were pregnant and you got into you decided to study photography what was it why why photography specifically you mentioned about wanting to do some creative but had you always been had that interest in photography well i never considered it i never con- considered it as a study so i studied communications um and i um i went for public relations um and i I was a bit hesitant. I wanted to do, wanted to go into journalism, um, but I really liked the idea of studying how to communicate to different groups of people. Right. Um, and yeah, at that point, that fascinated me, me a little bit more, I guess. Um, but I, I've always loved, um, yeah. I've, I had this very romantic idea of uh, being a journalist and writing your stories. And, but, but then when I was uh, in photography school, one of my teachers was a photojournalist. Okay. <laughs> and me with a baby, baby one on the way, um, and planning to, to have a family and start a new family, um, I, I, I saw the, the very unromantic uh, side of that job with him getting a, a call at 9 p.m. Uh, for his uh yeah for his morning uh, appointments so i was like no that's not the way to <laughs> that's not for me yeah i get that <laughs> yeah uh, and so did you know you were going to go into kind of weddings and families and which came first for you by the way shooting weddings or families well if you if you're taking those courses like a lot of people uh, you know, you know, through word of mouth, um, ask you for, yeah, for a wedding or for, yeah. My friend asked me for, to, to photograph her birth, which, which was oh, wow. uh, like a whole new world opening up to me. But then, yeah, like Gosh. I said, I, I, I moved not too late after that. So, um, yeah, I lost that access of uh, people uh yeah mm, i totally get that that's a big di- that's a big deal to lose that really isn't it yeah. uproot to um to a different country man why it did is- you why did you go to america um i followed my husband um oh, that's cool yeah he went there for yeah for his job so well that's a good reason that's a good reason to go to <laughs> yeah and, and are the is it much different, you know, the, the photography scenes in in America compared to Belgium? I guess, were you, did you actually do much kind of like family work while you were in America and wedding work? Or was it more when you came back to Belgium? So I feel like I, it was all very, like, fresh to me. So I felt very, um, yeah, I was relying much on my, my craft, um, which, I mean, to the safe side of it i didn't want to you know stick out my neck and um Mm. i feel like the community we ended up in was very much like they wanted a lot of um like holiday cards and like classic uh family portraiture okay um but i feel like through i did some workshops there um i I traveled um with a photographer twice um ernesto bazan um and and through those workshops um yeah i felt like less stuck and more inspired again and um he pointed out in a very beautiful way how to to open up for what moves me, you know? So, so that's something I I learned there over the years and then practiced on on my two daughters. And um, yeah, 
and and then somehow that um, those workshops made me uh, gave me the courage to make my portrait sessions in the U.S. more playful, uh, the family sessions and less static. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I was able to do some first, uh, very first day in the live sessions there. Oh, uh, cool. Mainly, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, how did you get your first kind of day in the live session? Because I think it's something that a lot of photographers would like to do more of, but they're you know not sure how to get really. Yeah, I I thought a long t- like like a long time about um, why I value them so much and. Um, mm. And I focused on um, on the expat community there because yeah, okay. uh, for them, I mean, for everyone, uh, time is, is such a preci- precious thing. But I feel like when you're living an expat life, you you know, at least I felt like there's there's always this clock going tick tock tick tock because um, you'll only be in a place for you know like. A, a few years Mm. um so it was very interesting for them um to commit to these sessions um to be able to show their uh their family abroad um what their life looked that like uh in this year this season you know Mm. in this place of the world so yeah Mm, that's work for me yeah cool cool and how do you do uh, many day in the life sessions in in belgium now or before the pandemic, before the pandemic, it's hard to do them now, isn't it? Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, I mean, it's not like my main, um, my main um, work, but yeah, I, I, I've always, I mean, I wish to do them more, you know. But uh, yeah, it's tricky. You've also, we, we're all, I guess, in a position where we need to show potential clients like the value in it. And that's one of the, you know, one of the reasons of starting Reportage Family, just to raise the prominence of it and just to show people, look, this is what you can have done. It's an amazing thing. It's, it's real. It's your family. It's not, you know, sitting in front of a screen, a white screen and posing for the camera. This exactly. is what really matters. Um, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Have you had so, someone come in and photograph your family in the kind of yeah, day? I was, yeah. I was going to tell you, oh, like cool. if you if you look at yourself, I mean, I waited a long time um, to to have a photographer come over and do this because, um, and I, honestly, I didn't even decide um, this myself. My husband did it uh, last year for my birthday. So, oh, cool. was yeah. that a total surprise? Yeah, no, 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 no. I knew it in advance because he was very aware of my camera and people awareness. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, No, but uh, Joshua Dons came came to our house. And then, yeah, obviously you learn a ton from a photographer coming in. And um, yeah, well, it must have been, weren't you kind of watching her the whole time, but trying to forget she's there as well. But then having that kind of professional interest as well, it would have been quite tricky, I think. Yeah, but I mean, I knew her from like I had um, um, I took a long a coaching uh, session with her, like oh, a, cool. a like a mentor. Um, I think for yeah for six months she uh, yeah she was my mentor when we first uh, got back uh, from okay. the US. Um, so so I knew her a little bit, but still it was it felt very different. Um, Having what, come to the house. And yeah, I bet. What was that experience like? 
being photographed with it was it just a just a normal day in your life then and just you didn't you know you didn't go out and do something special or some people think you need to do that don't they but the whole point is to do something kind of just normal I guess yeah yeah we made sure um yeah we live um near a very beautiful um lake here like a pond big pond here oh, nice house and um so we made sure to include that we have uh, we call them our sanity walks. So, That's <laughs> so important. We had, yeah, we had we had one of those, and yeah, we spent time with the kids. It was really hot as well, so we did some water play. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. But it, but it's awesome to have those those images now. That must be very cool. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, just talking to you just makes me want to want to go out and do that more for other people. I agree. Yes, I know. Yeah. Oh, fingers crossed. It's the uh, yeah. Anyway, fingers. Crossed. Anyway, let's go. Going positive again. Not going to go back down that uh, Corona rabbit hole. Let's um, right. let's change tack slightly. Alka, let's change uh-huh. tack. Um, do you watch? Do you watch much Netflix or Prime or anything? Yeah, I do, but um, I'm not good with titles, and I know where this is going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's get it over with. <laughs> okay, let's get it over with. Awesome. Um, so yeah, if it was, you know, it was this thing. I just for the most recent episode, I just thought it'd be fun just to do this little Netflix kind of game. And so I'm just going to read a little synopsis of either um, a movie or a series, and we'll see if you can get it from the synopsis. So, okay, you ready for your first one, Elka? I'm very ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, two young lovers are torn apart by war and class differences in the 1940s in this adaption of Nicholas Sparks' best-selling novel. Torn apart by war and? And class differences in the mm-hmm. 1940s. It's got, it's a movie, it's got Ryan Gosling in. Oh, is it like with the the beautiful, gorgeous house you will renovate? In, no. Yes, I think it is that. I I saw it a long time ago, so I can't really it's remember. But I think it's beautiful is. movie. Um, mm, and then she it. chooses for someone else, and then uh, yeah, I don't know the title. But... <laughs> that was it, though. So that it's um the Notebook. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, that beautiful is good. Isn't it? <laughs> I haven't seen that in years, but I like Ryan Gosling. Have you seen um Drive? No, but I've seen uh, him in La La Land. Oh, yeah, I love that. Although I don't like the ending. The ending pains me. It pains me, the ending. But I love that film. It's a gorgeous movie. Yeah. Mm. I was sitting by myself in the theater with um, with three old ladies. <laughs> so I was sitting in the theater, an empty theater. Like it was like an 11 a.m. showing in the of U.S. <laughs> and And these three old ladies come in and they were they were funny like they were cute um, but they sit like right in front of me <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in a virtual empty cinema they sit right That's in front of me they took their seats, but it was it was funny i sort of i feel like uh, i watched it with them because you know all their comments you know they were, oh that's cool yeah that's, that's cool. Not one another no it was funny but it's, um, there's something very cool about um going to the cinema in kind of like the daytime when it's really empty isn't it i used to do that quite often at university it's it's cool yeah i like it too yeah, yeah, that's what I did in the US when, when the kids were at school. Sometimes I would go see one of those movies. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember doing that at university. They sometimes had tea and coffee as well at like these like eleven a.m. viewings, which is um, which was cool back then. It was the only only time to get tea and coffee in the cinema was to do, watch. Very interesting. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay, well, you got that one. That's good. So that, that's a good start. That's good. So that, let's let's go on to another one. Okay, this one. Um, it's a lot more recent as a clue. Okay, it's a movie again. So what was supposed to be a peaceful protest turned into a violent clash with the police? What followed was one of the most notorious trials in history. Oof. Yeah, this is, um, I think it's been Oscar nominated for this recent. Uh, uh, yeah. But. No, no, yeah, now I feel old and not um, into <laughs> in the cinema anymore. Oh, so, but I've not seen this either, actually. But yeah, so it's quite relevant. But okay, it's it's the trial of the Chicago Seven. Oh, it's Chicago oh. in it. Where you? Oh, you, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't heard of it. No, sure. okay, yeah. I, I need to watch it as well. I haven't. It's um, it's got like Sasha. Oh, is it Sacha Baron Cohen in from? Oh, know. really? Okay. Mm. Anyway, okay, that's still 50-50 so far. It's still pretty good. It's still pretty good. So, <laughs> are you yeah. ready for a, a final one? And uh, This is an old film. Okay. It's quite mm-hmm. old. Okay. Meddlesom Beverly Hills High School student, Sure or Cher, gets more than she bargained for when she gives a fashion challenge student a makeover. Oof. No that's way. a tricky one. No, sorry. There, you had tricky ones. That's just... <laughs> You had tricky ones, LK. Don't blame me. It's your fault. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's totally my fault. It's totally my fault. Uh, that was Clueless. Clueless. So that's like a, is that like early 90s film? Do you, have you heard of that, Clueless? Well, don't ask me. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Well, you, you did pretty well. You did pretty well. Better than some. Better than some. So, so. Okay. Well, oh, good. <laughs> we're done now, right? Yeah, we're done now. We're done now with that. We <laughs> You can breathe. Um, All yeah, right, met- let's change tag, Ellen. <laughs> okay, let's change tag again. Let's change tag. And you mentioned how um, your friend early, very early on then asked you to photograph her child's birth. Yeah. yeah. What was that like? That's quite a bit. That's a big ask, isn't it? That's, I mean, it's a huge honor. It must have been it must have been pretty scary. No, it wasn't at all. Oh, like oh, I was oh. never scared. Well, honestly, I was nervous about missing it because um, I asked, uh, I missed the birth of her first child uh, because uh, she came so so fast. Like they didn't anticipate. So I took half a day off, and I was there like, um, yeah, two hours after she was born uh, with right. the first child. But then the the second one, um, she. Yeah, it was very beautiful. I was in time, but it was only like half an hour before she came. <laughs> wow, so, but it was very intense, very, very beautiful um, experience. Um, I, I can imagine it was beautiful, but I just, I just, oh, I can't imagine. You know, I'm just, I, don't, I would love to do it, you know, I would love to capture that for someone. But it must have been so emotional. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, true, but yeah <laughs> i just can't imagine i think i would be part just, of life you know <laughs> yeah oh totally and it's an amazing thing to photograph and so many people don't have that captured you know as well and it's a beautiful thing that you're able to give them yeah absolutely have you done more since then more birth photography? oh I, i'm actually looking in but then now obviously isn't isn't the right time but mm. uh, i'm actually after i wrote that that piece for the blog for the blog you asked oh yeah the last thing you put yeah 
I I actually was thinking about hmm I really enjoyed that reportage maybe I should contact uh, you know a birth house or mm-hmm. an organization that um, yeah that's true that's true yeah very true um, you have to be very kind of um, able to get away and and true. So you do, don't you? And yeah, yeah that's um, something I guess that would um, be quite tricky, but so rewarding to do that. Yeah, yeah very cool. I just don't know if I could do it just because even with my own children when they were born, I, 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 it sounds weird talking about it, but I'm just quite, I am a bit squeamish, you know, so I don't know if I could actually do it, you know. I don't know if I could do it. I, um, yeah, I'm not good with kind of, you know, you know, you know, you know, I'm just not good with that kind of thing, I think. With awkward moments, maybe, or? Well, just with the physicality of it, you know, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe because you're, you're a man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I think I'm just kind of, um, I don't know, just a bit strange. I should have been able to watch my own children, but I, I couldn't, you know, I was there in the room, but I stayed just at, at the top end. With yeah, my that's what. Yeah. That's what my husband did too. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have got and photographed it, but I just couldn't. I couldn't. And then they asked if I wanted to, you know, cut the umbilical cord. And I, I couldn't do that as well. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, my husband, same thing. It was funny. <laughs> oh, but it's, I, and I also felt, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but it, I just felt so useless, you know, as a, a man and to oh, see my wife yes. go through stuff. It's I a horrible can, feeling. I can imagine that. Like, you're just a bystander as a husband, you know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Totally useless. I didn't enjoy that. Just I, the whole pregnancy, I felt just awful the whole time. I'm just constantly worried and nervous about her and the child as well. Anyway, I don't know, I don't know why I'm talking about it. pregnancy. It's funny. It's funny. Um, Alka, let's my get husband this. Is, oh, I'm sorry. Go oh, no, you go on. No, you go on. Yeah. Yeah, my husband was very much alike. I feel like he was very similar. And then when we got back home, um, he he has like the biggest sigh of relief when when. The baby latched, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he was so tense all the time. He's like, okay, we got this. She got this. <laughs> She's got this. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's good that other people, yeah, similar that way then. It's just, yeah. And then just guys in general just feel so useless. And we see this amazing thing happening before our eyes. And and we just want everything to go okay, but we can't do anything really. So it's very well. You got your whole life to make up for it, Alan. <laughs> yes, that's true. That is true. Yeah, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll go. Let, let's go back onto photography wise as well, rather than yes. me talking about pregnancy. Um, what do you find the most challenging aspect of family photography or wedding photography? Because you do both. What do you you know? What do you find the most difficult aspect of it to be? Well, I guess it's what I love most too, um, which is, um, yeah, getting into tune with them, you know, and letting them know as yeah. as, as fast as I, I can to that everything is okay and all they do is all good. And How do you do that? I mean, do you, like for family shoots, do you have like a, a pre-shoot questionnaire and... and- you know, the way you're getting to know them more, or do you do that mainly just, you know, on the morning of the shoot and just kind of talking with them and making them feel relaxed? Yeah, talking. Well, I have a a sense of, I know like everyone's name and their ages. So I know what games would be appropriate and stuff, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but mainly the shoot itself, because, um, 
yeah, it's only one person you're communicating with beforehand. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I talk a lot and I ask them questions and, and, and not from a list, but if you show genuine interest, um, they, they tend to open up, you know, right away. That's- that's so true and as you say there that genuine interest isn't it that's what's so important i think not just having a a set list of questions that you ask everyone else and they'll see through that but yeah with genuine questions they see that you're just a nice person and interested in them as people and it must make people feel more relaxed yeah exactly i feel like that's the most um that's the main thing if you want to be like a documentary family or wedding photographer um your main interest should be the people you know the people you'll get in front of your lens and and mm. and and i've always loved that you know like the way people communicate the way they show love in so many different ways and mm. such subtle gestures and yeah, cool. yeah so that's the main thing to make them feel at ease and uh, drop their guard mm, no i totally agree it's it's um it is so vital so vital i remember how my wife just didn't didn't feel at ease with um our wedding photographer i wasn't doing photography back then it was i've been married a long time like 13 years now and um yeah she didn't feel at ease at all in his presence and it really shows you know in the images as well how she looks just uh, on edge really a lot of the time okay. um, that's such a pity yeah yeah it's a shame isn't it it's is a shame um, yeah but yeah so important but uh, do you do you get you know do, have you always found that quite easy then communicating with other people and you know yeah. i just you have yeah that's yeah cool. i feel yeah i've always felt very although i feel after we've been abroad for for almost six years i've i have a different mindset though so i've always been very interested in people um and getting to know people but i've always been a very loyal friend too and i feel i'm still a loyal friend you know to my long-term friends but i always i also feel i'm much more open um to whatever comes my way and or whoever more importantly comes my way and crosses my path and um and it's that yeah. from from moving away to a different country and yeah i feel yeah. like yeah with so many moves you know with with small children you always have to put effort into and be very aware of how you plan on reintegrating you know mm, that's true or integrating someplace new um yeah that's yeah. so true and I've always been, and I feel like I'm doing the same things in my photography now. So how do you make new friends, you know, abroad? To me, um, one of the important things was observe people, like watch, look at how they they greet their, their kids after a day of school, you know, at the gate mm-hmm. or um, or what kind how do they talk about their partner or just yeah all kinds of notice all kinds of clue that uh, clues of people and that sounds very freaky maybe (laughs) (laughs) no i'm nodding away but here i know you can't see me but it totally makes sense yeah totally makes sense that's that was always my way of um yeah finding out who interests me Mm. 
and then maybe befriend them. And I feel like those same cues or keys, maybe I just made up a word, I don't know. No, cues is good. Yeah, that's right. Okay, are, are the, the cues I use now in my photography to, to show them how, how they love their kids, but they, they will know probably, but are to show the kids at a later state, you know, uh, or phase, how they were loved back then, you know, mm. by their parents. That's so, very cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I love that. that. I love that. It's really interesting hearing about that. And yeah, watching people and just having such a, an integral interest in other people, as you say, is so important um, to, to do this job as well. Um, yeah, it's, exactly. it, And it reminds me of how just um, I'm I like reality TV, you know, and a lot of people say it's trash and a real a lowbrow, but I don't care. You know, I love kind of Big Brother and Love Island and stuff because I just love watching natural people naturally reacting to me that's and it's so much more interesting than um scripted programs it really is so okay no i don't like you know, <laughs> do you not no, i love it i love oh, it i i it makes me cringe i don't know it makes me yeah feel awkward oh really oh that's funny so i but love it i need my camera you know to to be like of like a valid presence you know right. <laughs> i don't know to have that front row seat because it's so like they're so vulnerable and yeah i feel like the camera is my reason not to feel awkward and that's oh, that's cool yeah i understand that mm. Mm, oh very cool so you're not watching love island um no we're no. watching no you don't want, okay okay <laughs> you're missing out alka you're missing out <laughs> So sorry to disappoint you <laughs> no i think um i think everyone else is going to be disappointed in me that i watch love island but i love it i love it it's so good <laughs> um cool let's change tack again slightly mm -hmm. um okay someone messaged me the other day and said that i should have a t-shirt that says that because i say that phrase i know um, i always <laughs> make me chuckle like, <laughs> that's the way i said it you know <laughs> okay it's funny <laughs> okay elka if you have 24 hours totally to yourself to do whatever you wished and, and money is no object, what would you do? I feel like I would sleep in first. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. And then have uh, my kids and my husband wake me up um, and then spend the morning together, very like have a slow morning at the house. Um, and then have um, our families over for a really good, lunch um that we didn't need to put much effort in ourselves <laughs> <laughs> that's always good yeah um and then what kind of food what kind of what's your favorite food oh, that's a very tricky question <laughs> in this moment i would say thai oh nice yeah mm. maybe half an hour from now i would say sushi i don't know <laughs> oh okay yeah um and then yeah go for a nice uh, walk with the families and then later on um have all our friends you know come over as well and just add people to the to the core um uh, or yeah i don't know and just end the night with a big uh backyard 
party. Oh, that sounds good. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. That sounds a great day. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could give that to you. That's that sounds a great day. Oh, as you say, just having people around and being able to just socialize easily. I mean, it's funny, isn't it? I never thought it'd be at a time ever where we'd be talking about that as a as a wish list thing. You know, we take it. We've taken it for granted all our lives. That's something we can just do. It's um, so strange. So strange. Anyway, sorry, gone back down. COVID thing. Let's disappear from that again. Okay. Um, Elke, let's talk about business in a little way because I've not talked that much about business. So in terms of, in terms of marketing specifically, you know, getting yourself out there, um, you know, what's been some of the most effective things for you? You know, have you done much effort in or money in, in SEO or do you do more social media or kind of word of mouth? What's, what's been good for you? Well, it's not my big, um, it's not my main talent and <laughs> something I hate, but I try to be a bit present on Facebook okay. uh, for the families that that's worked a lot. And I feel like the things I show um, and, and the things uh, people share, like through word of mouth, I get other families um, mm-hmm. inquire. Um, but um, it's all also been a very, frustrating um thing to do like a year ago i quit instagram and i realize now that's a very dumb thing to do as a wedding <laughs> photographer because no couples are on facebook anymore you know young couples so i i want to pick that up again uh but then maybe uh or most certainly using one of those uh planning uh programs oh yes yeah i can read really, like, yeah. like one one day in a week and then just schedule it you know mm, i use um later which is really good for the reportage reportage family but also facebook now inbuilt with your facebook page if you can just link it to an instagram account you can schedule through that for free as well so yeah i have to look into that one of my mm. why did you quit instagram a year a year ago then uh, I feel like, it, and, and I feel the same about Facebook. It's costing me so much time mm-hmm. and energy. Like it was just draining my energy, but I feel like, yeah, working with one of these schedulers might, you know, be efficient. And um, Yes, I think yeah. that is a really handy way of doing it. So, so I do like a weekly schedule often when I, when I remember, like, when I remember to do it as well, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah that's true. did you um you know the business side in general then is you said it's not really your you know main skill is it do you not really enjoy that kind of side of what we do you have you know far more about the shooting yeah i do enjoy though like getting reaching out to past clients and um keeping them you know in the loop okay cool in, uh, in what way like past wedding clients and then yeah doing family work for them as well and yeah, exactly. And that's like the most rewarding thing I feel if people come back uh, for you later on in, you know, a different phase of life. Yeah, uh, yeah that's a very rewarding part of, of the job. I wonder the child that you photographed um, the birth of, was it his or her? Was it a her. boy or girl? Her. I wonder if maybe in like 20 years you might photograph her wedding. You know, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? who knows yeah that would be amazing <laughs> yeah that would be cool too so i've done obviously yeah i've done uh, weddings and then i've shot their their family but it, to make it another element of life by shooting like a birth or or their their child's um wedding in the future would be very cool to to be able yeah. to do that 
Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. You never know. Never know. Possible. Might happen. Might happen. Um, on a practical question that I, I don't often ask, but uh, I should probably ask a bit more because sometimes people are, are interested about this and, and it is quite interesting. Do you have, you know, a favorite kind of lens or focal length for your family work that, you you know, you shoot most at? Yeah, mostly I, I would say 75% would be my 35. Mil. Oh, cool. Yeah. So yeah. And, and what's your reason for that? Yeah, to, to draw in the emotion, yeah, mm. to be close. And um, I feel like I see the world, yeah, with my 35. And I know without thinking where I should put my feet and, and, and then good. start thinking about framing, you know. And then I use uh, my 85 um, um, for the other 25%, I would say. Okay. Oh, this is day in the life. This is not portrait sessions. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, to if you create your your whole series, it's just to to create the variety and 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 sometimes for myself as well to just think differently for mm. for an hour or so. And and that's true with the eighty five. Yeah. Mm. Can I think be. that's really cool. Yeah, thirty-five, eighty-five, and I'm I'm similar issue with the twenty-five and eighty-five as my kind of two lenses. I really only shoot with those two lenses. Um, very kind of low-fi, really. But yeah. Wow, twenty-five. Yes, I've 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 always loved that. So it started with the twenty-four mil, and I shoot about that about eighty-five percent. And now on the Sony's on twenty-five mil. But um, love it. Yeah, I love it. But you're close with the thirty-five mil as well. And have you? You know, were you always quite happy being like physically close to your clients? Were, were you ever nervous about doing that, or, or no, not? not really? Since I put so much effort in in you know the talking and being present and them mm -hmm. dropping their guard and and yeah, building the confidence and the trust. Um, and I feel like I almost need to be that close uh, to feel their own trust in me. You know <laughs> what I'm no, saying? I, yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's not that's not never really been been an issue. No. That's cool. No, no, very cool, very cool. Do you get nervous at all? You know, before your family shoots or weddings or anything? Yes, but it's not in a way anymore that I feel like it it freezes my brain. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's more like uh, in a positive way, you know, to to get focused and. Yeah, to get out of the car and ring the doorbell and get into the talking. Yeah, that part. But that's as soon cool. as I enter the, the door, I'm I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. I like the way you said it. The, the positive part of nerves. I wish I could think that they were positive in any way. I just I I don't see the positive side. I really don't. Uh, but I'm like you. Once I start, it goes. Once I start. What, what helped me was. Um, it took me a while to get to a to a phase where I felt that okay, if I trust what I do and I do what I need to do, I will be able to deliver a decent series of photos. Photos and um, that's a good mindset. And if you think that way, like the nerves will turn positive i guess <laughs> no that, i think honestly yeah i think that's great Elka. that's a really really good way of looking at it and i should i should think about it more like that definitely um 
Yeah. I know people have heard, you know, I do talk about nerves quite a lot. I am, I'm not a nervous wreck, you know. People might think when, when I'm not on the podcast, I'm like shaking at home in a corner or something. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm really not. I just, it's quite an interesting subject, that's all. Um, yeah, anyway. Okay. Um, Elka, I like this question. I don't know if you'll like it, but let's see. Um, have you ever made any really memorable mistakes at all? Hmm. That's probably good. Nothing comes straight to your mind instantly. So that's good. You're not doing anything proper massive, I think. That sounds good. Well, I feel, I mean, especially since, you're, since I'm talking so, so much um, with my families and my couples. I mean, there's, you can obviously um, say wrong, like things wrong, you know, <laughs> but I mean, then it becomes an advantage as well because they realize, okay, I mean, there's no wrong subjects. I mean, you can, I don't know, Alan. (laughs) 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 But I feel I once had like, I was like, wow, this can go so horribly wrong. And it didn't. It was, I asked someone uh, because it was, I think it was one of the first times I entered an American house that wasn't the house I was living in. And <laughs> and I asked them, like, they were asking, like, how do you see the U.S.? And, um, and I was thinking, like, well, yeah, from the movies, you know, like um, the houses, um, like you can, when you move, you can just take your house. You can just put it, like, half of it on a trailer and the second half on another trailer and just you know, move to another state or, or, or whatever. And then I asked and I was like, no, <laughs> I'm like, so can you, can you do this with this house? Would you be able to take this house to, <laughs> and, and like the husband looked at me and he, and he goes, um, he, he just start, he chuckles. And then she goes like, well, how would she know? It's a valid question for a European person. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like she's going to be my friend, you know, like, um, I mean, it's, cool. you can just talk whatever, you know, but, and, but you're also exposing yourself and your own thoughts and your, mm, if you're true. being vulnerable, I mean, it becomes an advantage to, yeah, to make mistakes you know that's a good way of looking at it as well yeah that's a good way of looking at it because i yeah i mean i mean that's something we do in the podcast is that you know and obviously i get nervous before each one is like i I guess a part of that is that i what am i going to say you know part of that but yeah yeah and is there kind of a funny thing that maybe i just have to forget that people are kind of listening really um but that's only one part of my nerves. The biggest part of my nerves for the podcast is, is that I just want to do a good job for the person that I'm, you know, talking to, and I want you to, to enjoy it and feel like you've, you know, you've, you've it's been a good thing, you know. So, anyway, it shows, Alan. It shows. Although I can't see you, but <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I know it's funny doing it. I, I find it. Uh, audio only i prefer doing it audio only as well because um i just i just feel like i can just concentrate on the words more rather than if i see a little video of myself or the other person it's 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 more distracting distracting. yeah Mm, i hear it it? yeah Yeah, i was happy to hear it would be audio only (laughs) yeah it's a bit less you know it's like uh like using a telephone Yes, that's true. Remember that a telephone? Yeah, in the old days. That's funny. Yeah. Do you remember? Did you ever have those 
you know when you had to, had to put your finger in and move the dial around do you remember yeah those? i was uh, i was at this museum a couple of weeks ago with my girls <laughs> and it was it was about a um a comic book artist oh cool uh, like the residency of the artist um and it was a really unique way of moving around especially now with covid they had all these um color marks on on the floor of course oh, yeah. to keep people like to to not to make sure pe uh, families wouldn't mingle um but they also had like the first room we entered was um they all had different old school telephones in a different oh, cool. color and that would be your color for the rest of the tour so <laughs> so my youngest one the 10 year old was um um, because the tour guide was explaining how to use these. Um, and she was like, oh, so this is a horn, you know, like, <laughs> mommy, this is what you call it. And I realized, oh, yeah, <laughs> now you just have your mobile phone. You don't, I mean, they don't yeah. have to use the old school telephones. You no, know? That's true, isn't it? Wow, that's weird to think of talking about phones in a museum. That makes me feel old. That does make me feel old. <laughs> yeah. And it was just a side note because the museum was nothing about telephones, you know, it was just, <laughs> but it was, for them, it was this, uh, yeah, interesting object, you know, going around <laughs> the museum with us. <laughs> oh man, that does make me feel old. That does make me feel old. I can still, I, think I can still remember my phone number from when I was like eight, you know, a long time oh, ago. Oh yes. So many other numbers too, though, you know, with all my friends and. Oh, do you remember other ones? Yeah. Yeah. And now you don't know a single number by heart. That is true. I even have to look at my own phone for my own phone number sometimes. You know, I don't remember it. So I know because I, I, I told my kids to, you know, memorize it. So I felt like I had to memorize mine myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Making your kids uh, memorize your phone number. That's a good tip. I should do that with mine. Mm, good. Yeah. Good tip. Good tip. Um, okay, I've, I've, this has been so much fun. So much fun talking to you. Um, I'm gonna. We're gonna do this the last question now. Cause All right. Been, yeah, been almost an hour. Are you ready for your last one? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so, it's so much fun. This is fun. It's fun. Um, okay. If if someone was just thinking of starting out as a documentary family photographer or wedding photographer because um, you do both you know what advice would you give to them ignoring that there was a pandemic really so yeah not pandemic specific advice but just just if someone wants would want to start out in, a, in a, our industry what would be your kind of top tip well find yourself first find out what speaks to you um because and maybe before that, even um, learn your craft so you don't think about it and you can just put it to use the way you need to use it in the situation you find yourself in. Uh, but after that, um, find out what's, what draws you in and what speaks to you, what uh, kind of um, moments. Um, and like a good mentor is someone who can really help you with that and makes, oh, cool. uh, help you make progress and finding your own voice. Um, yeah, I feel like that's key. Oh, that's great. Yeah. All great. Invest in education, you know, 
Did you think, yeah, was that a big deal for you? Did you see, so you said you had Joshua Dont as your mentor? Yeah, um, and I followed, I did some sessions with um, Philip Spiggers as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, we're very blessed in Belgium with so many um, good um, documentary wedding and, and family photography. You really are. What is it about Belgium? What is in your water that like makes this incredible talent? It's uh, It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're very lucky that way. So you have to embrace, um, yeah, the experience around you and um, mm. make sure you grow using it. So I think yeah. that's very cool. Oh, great bits. Great bits of advice there, Alka. Um, yeah, awesome. Oh, it's been so much fun talking to you. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, it's been really fun, really fun. Um, yeah, and it's so just lovely hearing other people's voices and just uh, like your your viewpoint and everything and your experiences. Thank you for being so open and sharing and great bits of advice as well. And uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. Don't sound so sure. You don't sound so sure. <laughs> Less confronting than I thought it would be. So. <laughs> oh, that's good. Good. Yes. Good. It is. It's a. It's a strange thing to be doing, isn't it? Talking to someone for the very first time, like over the internet, and knowing that hundreds of people are going to be listening to it. But um, but it's fun as well. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun, and it's um, yeah, it's sort of a game too, right? You know. So it's. Yeah, it is. Action, reaction. Yeah. Yeah, all good, all good. And you were so good, Alka. You were great. You were great. You've got to listen to your episode back. You've got to listen. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so I, much. Yeah, I hope you do a good job um, cutting and. Um, and oh, no. <laughs> no. I won't need <laughs> to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I hopefully, um, hopefully get to meet you one day. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool, actually. Yeah. When the world is back to um, back to a different place, yeah, exactly. And conference aren't uh, conferences aren't fully online anymore, right? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Because one of the one of the very best things about conferences is just networking, meeting in the flesh, isn't it? Other photographers. It's a big exactly. Deal. That's what I truly miss now. To mm. yeah, talk to my screen all day. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. And now I've, I've stopped homeschooling. Now the kids are back. It's quite, it's quite sad and lonely here as well. So yeah. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, fingers crossed. This year is going to be better. Yeah. I hope spring comes you for you soon. Thank you. Yeah. Send it, blow it our way, blow it our way. Just, um, just a bit West a bit. Never eat shredded wheat. Yes. West. I'm West of you. Yeah. We'll do. We'll do. <laughs> Thanks so much, Alka. And uh, you keep well. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the 70th episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. It was a real pleasure chatting to Elka. Hope you enjoyed listening. Head to thisisreportagefamily.com or thisreportage.com for a link through to Elka's website and a link to the lasting impact piece she wrote for the This Reportage Family blog that we talk about on the episode. We have lots more episodes of the podcast available where we speak to wedding and family photographers from all over the world. Delve into our back catalogue to hear from the likes of Dan Morris, Olivier Bolt, Sana de Bloch, Fabio Marula, Jill Striefland, Alex Kuss, Katrin Kuhlenberg, Tyler Worken, and many more too. If you're not yet a member of this reportage or this reportage family, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 individual awards and 18 story award entries per year, 
Invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, hours of educational videos featuring tips and advice from some of the world's best photographers, and much more. No poses, nothing staged. This is Reportage. And this is bye for now. Thank you.